I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Alana DeGrasse here, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute. Today is July 7th, and welcome to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. So, hello everyone. How are you doing? I like to think of this week as Freedom Week, as we just came out of celebrating Independence Day. How are you doing? Well, I've been definitely thinking about you, and one of the things that we are going to talk about today is something that I have entitled 15 steps to take to get out of an economic slump. 15 steps to take to get out of an economic slump. But I first wanna start with this poem by Richard Branson. The road to success is paved with tests. So you've gotta believe in yourself above the rest. Dream big and let your passion shine. If you don't, you won't end up with a dime. Challenge the status quo, disrupt the market and say yes. And remember that innovation is an endless quest. Don't forget to change business for good. If you wanna change the world, then you should. If you think with your head and listen to your heart, I promise you'll get off to a flying start. Make bold moves, but always play fair. Always say please and thank you. It's cool to care. Do what you love and love what you do. This advice is nothing new. Now, stop worrying about whether your business will be a hit. Rise to the challenge and say, screw it. Let's do it. (laughs) I love that because it's half of the year. Here we are. And let's talk about it. Entrepreneurship is not easy. You have high moments where you feel like you are on cloud nine everything is going well, clients are popping in, and then you have low moments where you may be hitting a rut or you might feel like the progress you were making has suddenly stopped. And I just wanna encourage you to remember that shifting and changes are something that will consistently happen as we innovate and as we work towards offering solutions to others. Not only that, but the vehicles that we use may also shift. So remember that even though you may be spending a lot of time on social media, even though you may be spending a lot of time on Clubhouse, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, now threads, okay? Even though you might be spending time on all of these different platforms, don't allow the algorithms to just dictate to you whether or not your business is useful. Of course it's useful. Of course, millions of people are still making making choices every single day. They are going on the internet. They are looking for answers. And the question is, what will they find when they look to find 
us? Will they find us? First of all, are we positioned? But when they do find us, how can we make sure that they get what they need? Now, I call this 15 steps to take to get out of an economic slump. Now, one of the things I have to also highlight is that sometimes you will have you know, thought leaders and even gurus who've been at this game for a long time. And you might feel like there's no opportunity for you because you might compare your business to what someone who's been in the industry longer uh, is able to do. But I want to encourage you to remember that there's something probably so unique about what it is that you have to offer. And that's why you have to remember your unique value. What is it? When you think about how you differentiate yourself from what someone else might be doing, I'm sure that that's going to put a light bulb on for you or for some of you. Today, I was thinking about the lessons that I learned when the pandemic happened. I remember at that time thinking, okay, I can either sink or I'm going to swim, but either way, I'm going to have to stay at it. And I remember at that time, in order to stay above what was just being told everywhere on on the internet, which was that small business owners were going to suffer, people were going to have to close doors, and they did, but basically that we were going to be in the Armageddon of, you know, um, offering solutions, meaning that, you know, unless we had a a, a, a good amount of Uh, investments coming in, then we were going to suffer. And we know that minority businesses and women-owned businesses, of course, um, they were in that number as well. And some people did close businesses. I did have to coach some individuals and to help them to pivot from, you know, the thought of, oh, everything is doom and gloom because this business that I had is no longer going to be viable now because nobody's going out. So, I just said to myself, you know what, I can either stay in the pit of the problem or stay in the pit with my clients, or I'm going to rise above it. I'm going to help them pivot and we're going to get through it together. And you know what? We did get through it together. We had stories of courage where we brought together people to remember that they didn't have to give up. They might have to pivot, but they did not have to give up. We did offer so many robust, valuable opportunities for people to come and learn from one another and to support one another. And it's true that hard times show us who we really are, don't they? I mean, during the pandemic, I saw so many people collaborating. I saw so many people deciding that they were going to work it out no matter what it took. And when you're going through an economic slump, you really have to get lean with your activities, you have to get lean with your spend, you have to get lean with your budget, and it's okay, it's going to be okay. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, oh my goodness, this is what I needed to hear, well, this is definitely for you. Because truly, whenever I needed to get that inspiration, especially during the pandemic, I would just go outside. And I remember hearing the birds chirping, I remember going to, you know, uh, walking on a trail and and seeing a lake and just saying to myself, that lake is not struggling. It is flowing. It is moving. It's rippling. It's doing what it does with nature. 
those birds are still singing. So I recognize that we can either focus on the problem or we can focus on the solution we're trying to offer others. Um, the other thing that I strive to do was to just refresh my perspective, refresh my thinking, um, and then really get to a place where I'm agile. So, you know, sometimes our clients will tell us definitely what they need. You know, sometimes it's not always what we want to do. It's really meeting them where they are at. And so, you know, even as a coach, there can be a time where I'll say to myself, well, they've got everything they need. They've gotten this. They have that homework assignment. They've got this going on. And someone will say, well, no, Dr. Alana, what about, can we go back to step two? Can we go back to step three? I'm really stuck right here. This is where I need to be. And even if I think they should be further, it's really my opportunity to learn from them. Um, And then the other things that I realized was that sometimes you never know. You know, your people are looking at you and they are they are hoping that you stay the course because if you stay the course you never know how many people are still viewing you it's it's amazing when you look at social media algorithms and you can clearly see that 500 people looked at something and maybe only 12 of them liked it that's why you should never you know base your positioning your posting and all of that based upon how many people click and like you've got to know the vision that you were given with regards to the solution that you are offering. And you got to remain consistent through it all. All right, so let's get to these 15 steps. Um, The first one I just mentioned earlier, focus on the people, not the problem. All right, number two, show up refreshed to serve those you want to help. Number three, create a new system that appeals to your clients. So if you notice that They want a little more engagement. They want you to really spell things out a little more. It doesn't mean that you're doing a terrible job. It just means that they are letting you know what they need. Um, Number four, you really want to take time. Reach out to those customers that you have really and truly helped. Have you created case studies about them? Have you brought them on your show? Like, There's a lot of things you can do to leverage and even expand upon the wins that you have had with your with your prior clients. And guess what? They usually want you to talk to them about it. Most of the clients that I've had that have had an amazing time, they have no problem calling me. They have no problem texting me to, t- excuse me, to tell me that they've had an amazing uh, win in their business or something has happened. Um, the other part too, let's, step number six, clean up your list. So you might've had you know, certain names in your in your uh, CRM for quite some time and some that just haven't had any traction. It's time to clean up that list. Um, again, number seven, analyze the case studies, wins and fails. So you can learn so much about your failures, right? You can learn about whether or not a certain type of client is for you or not. Or if you wanna take the time to invest in that type of client or do you suggest that they go somewhere else? This is going to help you to really, really get clear about how you want the rest of your year to go. So look at those awesome moments where you had so many breakthroughs with one given client and look at the other moments where maybe you didn't close someone or maybe someone had, they were a little difficult to work with. 
analyze those moments. Ask yourself, what can I learn from those wins and fails? And then number eight, decide. You know, we can always talk about who we want to help, but the avatar is so important. Not everybody is your person, right? And so I know for me, I love it when one of my coaches looks me in the eye. I love it when they remember a goal that I said I had three months before because they bring that kind of accountability, right? But if you have an individual who clearly is not motivated to do anything or maybe you know, they're just not willing to do even the bare minimum. And you can tell, you usually can tell because they'll basically consistently keep asking you questions about things that are clearly in a given program and it is spelled out. And if they haven't done any of it, you know, you can tell and they just want to keep calling you. It's time to really redirect their focus and your business, your service may not be for everyone. Just like My business service is not for everyone. But once you are clear on those that you really love and like and who you really want to help, it's going to allow your workday to be so much more enjoyable. I mean, I love helping go-getters because they are already inherently driven. They know what they want. And typically, if you give them the streamlined advice that they need, it's like adding, you know, peanut butter to jelly, right? It's like a great blend. So it's really hard to have people develop um, or work from extrinsic motivation, but when it's inherent, right, when they are developing that desire from within, it's much easier uh, to support them. All right. And number nine, ask for help, right? So You may have a wonderful time, you know, speaking. You may love closing people, but you may hate sharing the posts and letting people know what you've been up to and sharing, like I said, the wins. So you can ask for help. You can get help from an intern. You can get help from uh, a support staff member. You can create a pathway within your program to have volunteers. There's a lot of ways to get help. You just got to ask for it. Number 10, collaborate. Now, one of the things I definitely saw during the pandemic was people collaborating. I even saw how gurus that we know today um, collaborated with who would be considered their competitors. And they did amazing workshops, webinars, summits, you name it, they did it together. You can do the same thing. It depends on the industry that you're in, but why not find someone that complements what you do and figure out how you can collaborate? Now, here at Turning on the Lights Global, we have initiated a collaborators project so that our clients have a way to connect with each other and also support one another and potentially become collaborators where they take part in one of our summits or challenges or you name it. And then number 11, when you have an economic slump, you have to be willing to take drastic action. Now it's summertime and most people are relaxing, are relaxing. But I will say that for Toji, this is a time to get those wheels moving because the year is not over and we have so many individuals that we want to help. So one of the things that I'm doing that I encourage you to do is engage with your clients on a deeper level. Really get in there with them. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them what they have questions about. Ask them how they might be able to move the needle forward. 
and and then prepare to meet them. Now you can always do cross promotions. You can always add an incentive and, and add a, a value-based um, solution that adds to what they've got going on, but prepare to meet them exactly where they're, they are at. Larger businesses don't often have that opportunity. So if you're a solopreneur or small business, this might be a place where you can shine, where you say, you know what, I can be agile, I can adapt. I can really take time to focus in on the clients that I have. And you will be amazed. They will tell you, oh, I noticed the changes that you are making. So not only will they tell you what they need, but they're also gonna highlight and let you know when you have made significant upgrades. Like we have a wonderful client named Geneva, who I'm giving a shout out right now. Geneva, wink, wink, thank you. I love how she is just bold. I love how she lets me know, okay, Dr. Alana, I love this about our program together, but can we have this? And so when you are hearing some insights from your clients, don't shy away from that. Open yourself up to hear what they have to say, and you will be surprised. You'll be better, your business will be better, and you'll be able to serve your people better because now you have another set of eyes and ears letting you know you know, what the perception is about the service that you are offering. All right, number 12. I want you to see all the opportunities that exist for you today. I mean, anytime I'm in a slump as an entrepreneur, I love going to watch the water because I love the stillness. I love seeing the ripples. I love seeing the swans just go down, you know, the river. I love looking out and seeing the horizon and how it reflects on the water. I love just every aspect of nature because it's blooming. There are sounds, there is, there's chirping, there's the waves of the water that I can hear. There's the breeze that I can feel. There are the leaves that I can see just flourishing. And everything about a forest is abundant. And yes, you might feel stunted by what's going on in your present, but then you have to think about the bigger picture. I like to call it iceberg reminders. You're only at the tip of the iceberg of who you can become. You've got to dig deeper. So then you can revise or design a solution that will bring your clients and constituents back to the fold. Let them know that something new is happening. Let them know that something new is brewing and you want them to be a part of it. Number 13, I think that you also wanna think about revisiting subscriptions that you have, CRMs that you have, tech tools that you have that no longer serve you, and don't be afraid of parting ways. I know I'm a stickler for you know consistency, but sometimes we've gotta break away from what no longer serves us or helps us. I mean, I remember years ago having this very expensive website designed, and I had no use for it because it didn't offer the flexibility and, and uh, needs that I had at the time 
And so I eventually took me a year and a half, but I realized what's the point of holding on to this if it's not allowing me to engage with my clients the way I need to. And so I parted ways and I'll tell you, after three months of it, I said, my goodness, why did I wait so long? So it's okay to fail because when you fail, you are able to quickly pivot and focus on what does work. I like to think of how Napoleon Hill, noted motivational speaker and guru, who says that we can put a stop loss on things that no longer work for us. So I say a stop loss is really just like, this is the end, that's it, we're breaking up here. Put a stop loss to situations and case studies that have a closed chapter. Don't keep looking over the bad experience. Don't keep looking over the bad failure. Don't even keep looking at, you know, what you consider are your successes. But take the time to put an end date on the things and experiences and case studies that you are completely finished with and make sure that you have completely got the lesson from it. And then lastly, upgrade your business. Upgrade how you see yourself, how you see your business. And remember every single moment you take one small step, you're taking a step closer to your personal development, your professional development, you're getting clearer about who you wanna help and you're becoming more seasoned and more mature as a business owner. So let's recap, 15 steps to take to get out of an economic slump. Number one, focus on the people, not the problem. Number two, show up, refresh to serve. Number three, create a new system that appeals to your clients. Number four, reach out to happy customers. Number five, reach out to those who appreciate your service. Number six, clean up that list. Number seven, analyze the case studies, wins and the fails. Number eight, decide who fits and who doesn't. Number nine, ask for help. Number 10, collaborate. Number 11, take drastic action. Number 12, see all the opportunities that exist. Number 13, revisit your subscriptions. Number 14, put a stop loss, as Napoleon Hill says, on what no longer works. Put an end date there. And number 15, upgrade your business. Now, I want to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Turning on the Lights Global Institute, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Make sure you reach out to us to learn about our complimentary events and pop-up sessions with yours truly, Dr. Alana DeGrasa. I would love to support you. Lastly, we've had a number of you send in requests to learn how you can be a contributor to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast. We would love for you to complete our podcast collaborator application. Feel free to click on the link and we will get back to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast. See you again soon. Have you been looking for easy and better ways to accomplish your personal and professional goals? That program, speaking business, or consulting company you want to launch shouldn't be anything less than the best. Why not use the help of a coach to develop and improve your goals? Dr. Alana DeGrasa, the persistence guru of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, has a winning system for you. Business Communication Mastery and the Women Build Confidence Coaching Virtual Experience 
will give you the winning system you need. Working with you to complete your action tasks, launch your program, and stand out from the crowd. Hit new milestones while you work at your own pace. Sharpen your vision and help you catapult your results as a new business owner. Get started today. Sign up for a free consultation.